Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. great to be back with you folks as we continue on through the book of Psalms. We've been calling this uh, series of podcasts, Songs in the Night and in the Psalms. And what a great day. What a wonderful Thursday. And with me as always is my friend Stephanie. And Stephanie, any thoughts for us on this Thursday? Well, good morning, Doug. Um, I don't think I have any great words of wisdom today. No. Wow. So no great wisdom coming from Stephanie this morning. No. Anyway. <laughs> I, I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> so anyway, we have this new segment. We went from being a negative type of segment, even though it was a great one, and we'll go back to it as needed. But we have this new segment entitled, You Might Be Right With God. So we want to do things that are positive. So this morning, Stephanie, it's your turn. So I'll start you off. You might be right with God if... If you make the choice on a daily basis that you're going to obey God rather than men. And you know what, folks? That's a choice that we need to make every single day. That's a choice. You know, as as I looked at the news the other day that, I mean, they're putting fences around churches in Canada right now, Stephanie. I mean, yeah. they're, they're building walls so people can't go to church. This world we live in is about choices. Yeah. And that's a choice that's unacceptable to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I want you to know that I'd put a ladder over that fence so I could go to church. I am, uh, I, I've had enough of these crazy people. But here we are in Psalm number 87. And thank you for sharing that about making the right choice and doing the right thing. And folks, every day is about choices. Everything we do is about choices and how we're going to treat other folks. Most importantly, what our relationship with God is going to look like. I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you look at the bumps in my life, the bad things in my life, the weird things, since I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, it's always been my fault. And it's usually been uh, a bad choice. Now, don't get me wrong. I worked for idiots and stuff. You guys know that. I've shared that with you before. But there are some things in my life that have really been disturbing, and I can't really put that on other people. You know, and, mm-hmm. and just like the, you know, the guy I worked for who was, you know, as insecure, you know, insecurity breeds control freakness, if that's a such thing. And I saw that when he came on, and I... I elected to stick around, so that's my own fault. So that's another choice I made. But we make choices all the time that involve God, and those choices are, and you made a great one today, that uh, I'm going to get on and listen to this podcast, and hopefully I can find something good out of it. But now you need to make some more choices for your day. Maybe, maybe Stephanie, we need to be like the, the apostle and die daily of the things of this world. And mm. maybe that's what it takes today. I don't know. Here we are on Psalm number 87. His foundation in the, is in the holy mountains. The Lord loveth the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God, Selah. I will make mention of Rehab and uh, of Babylon to them that know me. Behold Philistia and Tyre with Ethiopia. This man was born there. 
And of Zion, it shall be said, this and that man was born in her, and the highest himself shall establish her. The Lord shall count when he writeth up the people that this man was born there, Selah, as well the singers as they players on instruments shall be there. All my strings are in thee. All my springs, I'm sorry. Wow, you know, that that's a psalm. It says a lot about that the God's, God's going to count things and do things. And, I, I mean, you heard that, Stephanie, and what immediately came to your mind? What clicked on as we went through Psalm number 87? Well, I, I mean, it's a song, I think, just a psalm that reflects the love of God for Jerusalem. And um, I think that's made abundantly clear. But I think the other thing that is, is neat to me, too, is the way um, – that's, that singing is so greatly involved um, as, as the whole thing ends with, as well as singers, as players on instruments shall be there. And the idea that a part, a huge part of this praise is the music aspect of um, singing praise to the Lord, which, you know, we know David, that was a big deal to him. And so I think that's a cool thing that is brought out here. I do too. I, I love it when they talk about singing the musicians. I, I like some of the things they point out there. You know, this is, like you say, this is another psalm that, uh, you know, extols the glory of God, the glory of Mount Zion, heaven. uh, uh, He was trying to glorify the God of Israel, and that's what our lives are all about. And it's talking about this city is built by God. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, where, where we live, is it built by God, our inhabitants, what we're doing. His foundation is in the holy mountains. The Lord loveth the gates of Zion more than the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God, Selah. Glorious things are spoken of. This is all about God. This is how we're going to live our lives. This, you know, God has given us this. This is how we're going to live. You know, have you ever heard the term God-forsaken place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anywhere that's a God-forsaken place? Well, hell. Yeah. Hell is but um you know is it david that talked about if i descend um if i descend into the hell thou art there um if i take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost part of the earth um david talks about that god's everywhere his presence is wherever one of his children is and um so if god is with us no matter where we go, it is it cannot be a God forsaken place because He makes the promise, "I will never leave thee nor forsake thee." And um, so, wherever one of His children is, he, he is there with them. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, and I, and I think as I read through this psalm, I think we're we're looking at uh, a picture of Christ starting here in verse number four. I think four through six is is really looking at that. But going back to what you're saying. Everywhere on earth, people can get saved, and you can be in Iraq right now. You can be in the most uh, Muslim nation in the world. You could be there in Afghanistan or Pakistan mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. And, and certainly, God can have His way and will have His way that if we trust Him and we step out on Him. And then it says, "I will make mention of rehab in Babylon to them that know Me." Behold, uh, what is it, Philistia and Tyre? Uh, with Ethiopia, this man was born there. And of Zion, it shall be said, this and that man was born in her, and the highest himself shall establish her. 
And I think that's talking about Christ there. I think that's got a, uh, talking about when Christ returns to rule the earth from Jerusalem and people in all nations. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Uh, and, and, and rehab there, rehab, however you want to experience it's talking about Egypt. And, and then we're talking about old Babylon, Philistia, Tyre, and, and you could go on. And, and Zyre will be the mother city of earth, so the city of Jerusalem. So those first three verses when we're talking about the city of God, we know the city of God is Jerusalem. And uh, the psalmist is reflecting on the city of God in those things and th- those things that are going on. And are we all going to make it to Jerusalem? Well, someday yeah. in the millennium. <laughs> so we may not make it on this side, but those of us who accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior are going to be in Jerusalem. And uh, that's going to be a pretty cool place to be at that time. Yeah, that's right. And I wonder if we're all just going to be hanging out. You know, everybody who's friends and family on earth and stuff, you think we'll all be hanging out together? Oh, I don't know. It depends where God has us assigned serving him. I mean, I'll probably, I don't know. I don't know. He'll probably put me back in Cameroon or something. I don't know. We'll see. Wow. That'd be a pretty good assignment in Cameroon, though, after the last one. I, I, I wouldn't be afraid of all of the, you know, I don't think I'll have PTSD then, so yeah. wherever he puts me will be great. Now, do you ever, when you have your weird dreams and flashbacks and craziness and all that, do you ever, and I mean, this is kind of a personal thing, but that's what we do is kind of personal things. Uh, do you ever think that uh, when you're dreaming that I'm back in Cameroon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have nightmares in Cameroon all the time. Are they good ones or bad ones? Nope, they're never good. <laughs> so, and that's my brain being messed up. It's not because I don't love the people there. That's just what my brain does. Well, so. and, and and I think, Stephanie, you know, one of the bad problems I have, or one of the flashback-type things that I've had in the past, I really don't have much anymore, and my prayer for you is you won't either. But, you know, when my buddy Willie died, sometimes I'll go back. And it'll be that morning. You know, I can tell the weather that day. I can tell. I'm on on the way to the PT test in my old Chevy truck, which was a new Chevy truck at that time. And and, uh, I want to get there real quick to tell Willie to go to the doctor. Yeah. Isn't that weird? And just when I get to formation that we're getting ready to take that PT test. Now, for those of you who don't know, uh, Willie Vernon Watson died in my arms. And uh, his left ventricular blew off the side of his heart. His left ventricular artery. And so my nightmares sometimes bring me back to a place where I'm getting there. I'm on my way there. I'm going there. And, uh, and I'm going to stop him from doing PT that morning. I'm going to take him over to the hospital. And when I get there, I wake up. Mm. Isn't that a weird thing? But the, yeah. ci- the city of God, that's not going to happen on our second return to Jerusalem. We don't have to worry about those silly kinds of things and those crazy type of things. And so... Uh, Jerusalem, the city of God. Uh, uh, how's that song go about Zion? We're marching. What are we doing? Come we that love the Lord, and you let your joys be known. That song? Yeah, that's the one. And mm-hmm. uh, that's going on, man. We're going there. Things are going to be different. So, and, and so when we get to that, verse number four, I know I kind of turned from that and asked Stephanie a question. Uh, when Christ returns and he's going to rule the earth, he's going to return. 
Uh, people of all nations are going to come and worship him, including those who previously were enemies of God. You know, there's kind of, you know, every knee's going to bow, Stephanie. Mm, yeah. Everybody, you know, there's going to come a time where everybody's going to have to recognize Christ. And you want to be on the good side of that. You, mm. you know, is your name in the book? And the Bible talks about in the book of Revelation how there's a book of life. And, and how does our name get in the book of life? Well, Doug, there has to be that point of turning to the Lord in um, faith, trusting him alone for salvation from sin. And when you do that, you can know for sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that your name is eternally written in that book of life. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you get your name into it. So, friends, what we're telling you, and you hear this every day, and as Brother Eric's doing the announcement as we close out this particular session, but it's so important that you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Mm. But then we get to this point, Stephanie, and we really, uh, you know, and this is really a good point that I wanted to talk to you about and help our people with. In verse number seven, as well, the singers, as the players on instruments shall be there, all my springs are in thee. And so, you know, music, making music, singing, that's part of worship, Stephanie. That's just Mm -hmm. not something that we do. That's right. It's a huge part of worship. But what do, you, what do you think we go wrong with that today? What do you think music goes wrong sometimes? Well, I mean, <laughs> Satan, before he fell from heaven, was in charge of music. Yeah. And so Satan knows firsthand how powerful music is and how important it is to God. And, you know, I think any time where music gets our focus onto ourselves, onto our abilities, and off of who God is, it's, it's wrong, you know, and, and what's sad is, you know, you can have good music standards and your music be dishonoring to God. And that may sound, you know, heretical to someone, but if your music is all of the right standards and, and you know, whatever God's led you to music-wise, yeah. if it's honoring and glorifying God, you think, and yet you're doing it for your own glory, your own prestige, your own whatever— it's not glorifying God. It doesn't matter how what perfect list of prerequisites your music follows. If it's not glorifying God alone, then it's not glorifying God at all. Yeah, and, and this is a, you know, this isn't really tough. It's not. This isn't no. rocket science or anything like that. It's just, you know, if we're worshiping God, that's a pretty high and holy thing we're doing. Yeah. And so what you're saying is the music that we're worshiping God with, we better be able to stop that song at any point and say, hey, this is bringing honor and glory to God. Right. And it's not just the beat. It's not just the, uh, yeah. you know, the accompaniment. It's the words. It's what's this yeah. song all, you know, I knew a guy one time, Stephanie, and uh, he used to take old Glenn Campbell songs and write Christian songs out of them, you know, like he had this song the long black limousine or something like that. You're going to be in the long black. And he used all Glenn Campbell's words, but he'd get to the end, unless you're saved, you know? And I mean, it was just the most bizarre, weirdest thing ever. But uh, so music plays a big part of that. And I want to assure you that Stephanie's music standards are very high as her major music songwriter partner. Uh, Nobody better cut in there with me or I'm going to slap them. But anyway... (laughs) So here, here we go. So there's almost a celebration involved, wouldn't you say, that, that music is a celebration of God? It's supposed to be, yes. So, so that's where we're at, peeps. So I know that sometimes we get messed up, but if we're 
you know, worshiping God, if we're in the midst of doing these things that are going to change our lives, it's going to be the right music because we're celebrating God. Mm-hmm. And so somewhere along the way, your music better be that type of music that celebrates God. And it better yeah. be that kind of music that extols his virtues or it's got to be that kind of music that points to his greatness or it's got to be that kind of music that talks about how he saves. It's got to be, you know, think about the songs that have stood the test of time. Amazing Grace. What's Amazing Grace all about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who got grace, Yeah. Yeah, and so amazing grace. I mean, God's all about grace. It's his amazing grace that saved a wretch like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's, boy, that's a that's a song that stood the test of time. How great thou art. Mm-hmm, yeah. What's that song about? How great God is, right? So, so these should stand as an example for me. Another great song that I think stands the test of time is called Fear Not My Child. <laughs> <laughs> Are you slightly prejudiced? Yeah, considering we wrote that song. But <laughs> but all this comes down to a point. So I guess, folks, today's lesson's about this. Today's lesson is is about these types of things, that Jerusalem is, is the city of God, and we're going to go worship there, and we're going we're gonna to be serving there. There's going to come a time in verse 4 through 6 where we're going to be serving God. We're going to be out there. We don't know what our assignment is. Stephanie said she... She may be in Cameroon, you know, I, uh, I may be assigned to Niagara Falls. Uh, who knows, you know, but, but this is what I do know. We need to celebrate God in all we do. So today is about celebrating God. Today is about celebrating what God is, what he does, what he, you know, what he brings to the table, who he is to us. And I think mm-hmm. we said yesterday and the day before in the podcast is who is God to you? And, mm. and, and that's what this is talking about here. Who's God to you? Because that's what your music is. Who's God to you? That's what your worship is. Who's God to you? That's what your relationship is with your family. Who is God to you? That's, that's make sure you go to church. Who is God to you? That's maybe a question you need to ask yourself three or four times a day, at least every day, and say, who is God to me today? Is God mm. taking the front seat? Am I going to be miserable? You know, I was, uh, I was with a friend of mine last night. He's a good guy. But I'm telling you what, man, he could ruin a golden retriever's life. This guy is, he, he's more negative than, uh, uh, I, I mean, you know what I'm saying. This guy, he's the king of negatory, if you know what I'm saying. So he needs to ask himself the question every morning, who's God? Well, I do this for a job. Well, you got a job. Well, I do this and I really don't like it. Well, didn't you go to college for it? Yeah. Uh, well, I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, who's God to you? And so in 30 seconds, Stephanie, here you are at the end of this podcast, knowing that this podcast is all about celebrating God, that this podcast is all about doing the right thing, that this podcast is all about uh, his holiness, his foundation, the greatness of him, and us celebrating him. What, what do we walk away from? What's the practical side of this? Wow, I think, um, you know, coming away from this, I think about what um, – I was already planning to do with the children tonight as we're, um, we're working on a special song for our upcoming meetings here at church and, you know, taking that time to praise and glorify the Lord, not just for who he is in our lives, but who he is, period. Um, he'll only be in, as great in our lives as we recognize who he is, um, just flatline across the board. Um, and I think that's a powerful thing to do. I think it, as we magnify him, it gives us joy. It gives us peace. And, you know, we need that. We need, we need reasons to praise the Lord for who he is and 
take time to sing. Even if you, you know, you feel like you maybe aren't a great singer, sing praises to the Lord and magnify him in your life. And it's amazing how much joy he brings as you do. Yeah. So, you know, this comes down to the point we made earlier, just uh, a few weeks ago, where we said is, you know, do you go to God for your joy or is God your joy? And mm. uh, I think I think Psalm 87 just brought us to that point where we celebrate him. Folks, I don't know what's going on in your life, but I know who your God is. And go to your God today. Get on your knees and just uh, worship him and look for him, sing to him. Like Stephanie said, it doesn't matter how we do it as long as we do it. Well, have a great day. Get a hold of us if you need anything. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.